0: Hello, and welcome to the Mythological Africans Podcast, where we read and talk about the mythology, folklore, and culture of different African peoples. I am your host, Helen Munday. Episodes of this podcast come from live recordings of the Mythological Africans Twitter Space Storytime session, public talks, as well as from episodes of the Mythological Africans Deep Dive series which you can watch on YouTube. And he said, My companion, you know this and yet you ask me about God. He replied, Well, about God, you should still show me the place where he is. They should pause to find out about God and the place where he is. Now the being of the wild wanted to tempt them. He came and descended, declaring that he was God in the bagger house. He said this and gave them a lead, showing them what to do. For the bagger which they did not know how to perform, he'll teach them one way to do it. And they said, yes, he should teach them. The being of the wild got up and stood. He asked, In the bagger dance on the eve of the bagger, what will they do? They said that they wanted the day to come so that they could find someone who will teach the children what to do. And he said that the being of the wild had brought some medicine, the bagger medicine in a guard. He set it down and said, This is medicine. Whenever the day comes, they should put the medicine into water for three days. Bring it out and put it on the fire for three days. Then anything that is hot, it will make cool. And anything that is cool, it will make hot. He said this and they took it. What should they do? He told them he would teach them what to do so that they can see what it is that lies inside. They took the medicine, put it on the fire, took it off, put it in the water, For three days they kept it there. The tempter being came there and said they should take the guard, remove some medicine, put it down and stamp on it till it breaks. Take it out, put it in water and then use this to feed one person. Then you can see whatever is there. So they took it, stamped on it, broke it and took the pieces, put them in water and fed it to someone. Within three minutes he was dead. He died. And the being went back to the woods. He went there and the elders exclaimed, Well, as you saw, he performed something in front of us and we took it and this was the result. What can we do to put matters straight? The companion got up to find out the place the being went. He got up, ran off to the woods and looked for the place where the being went. He saw him in a room sitting there and he said, Look, that business which he performed and showed us how to do. We did it and death has struck us. He replied, Yes, all this is so. But what did I tell you would happen? And the man said, You didn't say. The being spoke again. Did I not give you the medicine? You should have followed what I showed you. I told you that hot things it would make cool, and cool things it would make hot. So he spoke. And when he had done so, he followed the man back to his home, to his father's house. He saw the crops lying there and told the people he wanted to teach them the bagger which they perform. But look, since that man lay there, is it a whole week? And they replied, "It's not a week." And he said, "If it is three days today since he died, why does his flesh not rot?" And they replied that they didn't know. And he said that they should wait till he asked them something. And he went on to ask if one of them should die how many days before he rot. And they replied, within three days he'll rot. The being of the wild told them he wanted to teach them. But you people who were to follow me didn't follow me well. This is why I didn't show you. But this matter, it is in all bagger, the most important. It is because of this that the neophytes are afraid. Because of this, the black initiates are afraid. Because of this, the guides are afraid. So he spoke and went over and placed his mouth over the ear of the corpse. He rolled his tongue and then said they should watch. See the dead man rising up. He stands up and he says if they want this medicine, they should take exactly twenty caries and a mill roan. That is how they always buy the medicine. So he spoke and they bought the antelope and exactly twenty caries to pay the bee. When they had done so, what will they do next? They went along during the night to his house, and he sat down to teach them about the medicine. Well, then, when they were begging for God's help, he heard them. It is he who is God. If anyone knows his ways, he will prosper. If anyone does not know them, he cannot succeed. So he spoke, and when he had done so, the elder said that he thought that in the black bagger, he earlier saw something about arrow poison. Perhaps with this, they will kill the neophytes. He replied, no, it is not so. This medicine, the medicine in his bag, this was what his ancestor left for him to look after. The cool medicine was this one. The hot medicine was this one. Both these are then the things which are able to cause death and also revive the dead. So he spoke and went on to say, well, if it is medicine to revive the dead, he has it. If it is medicine to cause death, he has it. He finished speaking, and then he wanted the medicine. But it is on the Bagger Eve they will brew it. Being of the wild, you've still got that man. Who is that? It is the companion that you keep leaving us all alone. As it is, you have the companion, and Bagger Eve cannot be changed. It cannot be postponed to a free day. However, when Bagger Eve came along, the being allowed his child to come to the Bagger house and see how the neophytes were doing. So he spoke, and he came, and saw the neophytes, and how quickly the fire blazed up. The small being sat quietly and watched. They got up and said they should kill the neophytes. They started beating them in order to kill. And they all lay there. The elder got up, shook his rattle, and sang a song. Death kills death kills, and no one questions. They sang three times and got up again and stopped. Then they sang. They lie scattered about the room and no one questions. They sang three times, stopped, and then sang again. Let them bring a hundred to pay for the neophytes. They sang three times and stopped, and then sang again. Be careful of the roof post. someone's house has a crooked post. They sang this three times and said, The bag hits a fowl so it falls on its back, back, back. They finished this and then said, Death kills, alas, death kills. The bagger God saves us, so death won't kill. They did this three times and then sang, Let's go outside and see the neophytes. They sang this three times, became tired of it, and stood up, and began to go out shaking their rattles. And then they sang again. Bend, bend your knees. Bend as low as you can. They finished this and then sang. We draw out an old tooth. We draw out a witch's old tooth. We draw out. They finished. Then they sang. We take away an old ladder. We take away a witch's old ladder. We take away. They finished singing and then turned and came back to the room and went in. In that room, the guides used their wits. During the night, they took the bells from the room and went out to the wall and buried them there. When they finished, they returned to the room. When they went inside the room, they came with the bells and sang into the ears of the neophytes so they would hear and get up. They sang, but weren't heard. And when they asked what will they do about this, the small being came to them, felt them, and said, They are cold and can't get up. And they said, well, what can they do? The companion and his being of the while came along to the house. Into the room they came and seeing blood cried, Oh, what is this? And they replied, The business that was to happen on the bagger eve, that is what they were told to do. But they did it in vain and made an error. He said, well, in this bagger we have reached. Where have we reached? And they replied that they didn't know. Look at the fellow who asked, in this bagger, have you done the beating of the malt? And they replied, no, we haven't done this. How did it happen that when the bagger dance came along on bagger eve, you killed these people? And he went on to say, in bagger killing, they don't kill with a club. They don't kill with arrows. They kill with wits and with medicine. So he spoke and the members were afraid. What could they do? Then the small being got hold of them and thought them how it is they should kill the neophytes. Everything comes from God. He it is brings evil and good. He it is brings sins and pleasure. He it is brings tears and laughter. He it is brings poverty and riches. It is God who brings life and death. They asked him, How is it that you, God, created people and gave them life, yet others can take it away? So he spoke, and the child replied, Well, if you want everything on earth, God will give you. However, God, we hear, has a house. And one of them asked, Where is the house? So he spoke and stopped. The senior members were still worried about the dead that were lying there. One of them felt a neophyte and exclaimed, They are already cold. So he spoke, and the small being took his medicine and put it in his mouth and chewed it to pieces, then spread it out over their heads. When he had done this, he pressed his mouth against their ears and rolled his tongue. They woke up, and he said, Well, now they are awake. Have they all awoken? They all woke up, and when they had done so, he said, Now, let's finish the part that remains. What part is that? And replied, as you reach the whitening ceremony without doing the beating of the mouth and jump to Bagra Eve, you ruined the performance, ruined it completely, and got nothing. And so he got up and taught us to perform the Bagra ritual. The time has come for the beating of the mouth. It comes and the neophytes walk around with their guards and fetch water, water from the river. They fetch it and bring it to an open space. They sit down there all together. The guides were sent back home to fetch some guinea corn and they returned to the open space. The members sat there and began to speak. And they asked, What did they say? And they said, Well, as the matter now stands, what can we do? The elder told them to wait and he would pray. And he said, The gods, ancestors, guardians, deities say we should perform. However, we searched in vain. They said it was an account of the scorpion's thing. The elder brother slept badly, so he took some guinea corn and went off to the diviner to get him to pour out his bag. He said we should draw near so that they could divine and see. He drew near and they sat together, and he asked them about the problem. He picked up deity and they asked, Was it the deity of the wilds?" No. Was it the being's deity? No. The grandfather's deity, no; the grandmother's deity, no; the brother's deity, no; the children's deity, no. And then they asked if it was the deity of meetings. The cowries fell favourably, so we got up and followed that deity. We followed and came to day. We got up, but the children didn't know what to do. So the companion entered the woods to look for the thing we needed the bagger thing. But for the children, the time came near. It came near and they got up to do their work. And they killed the children. We saw they had done wrong and we searched in vain. However, the being had told us to take some powerful medicine and put it in water for three days. Then hot matters, it would make cool. If we took that powerful medicine and put it on the fire for three days, then cool matters, it would make hot. So we took it and still keep it. But the children didn't know and they came along and swelled the ritual. We came back from the woods and returned to see the dead. We saw it, and when we had done so, because of it, we turned back and began to retrace our steps in order to know the things that remained to be done and tell the children. So it was that we revived them and took them again to show them the path. And so we arrived at today and reached the beating of the mouth. We emptied out the guinea corn, emptied it all out. Don't you see it laying there? In the open space, we got sticks and threshed it till all the grain dropped on the clearing. And they said, God's big flat roof, that is the clearing. And God then took the river water to soak it. On that day, it changed, and we uprooted it. They uprooted it, and when they had done so, we went home and reached the house. What can we do, for we've looked in vain? They replied, well, they should all come here. They came to the house. The guides got hold of the neophytes sat them on the stool. When they had done so, they took some beer and porridge and came along and ate their fill and were pleased. They got up and made a din. The companion hushed them and they stopped. He said that bagger is not for noise, so they should hold their tongues and listen and watch. So he spoke and they listened. He said, The food you have eaten, some matter remains to be settled. Yet you eat the lot and make a din. So he spoke and went on. The task that remains is a small one, yet a big one. But the neophytes, we initiate them, yet they make a din, and we teach them in vain. Until today you have been searching for God, but when I ask you are unable to tell the place he is. You see, the beggar. we perform it, but we don't see what lies ahead. However, in this beating of the mouth, we will acquire the knowledge, we will get to know a certain matter which we wait for, a certain matter which is in front of us and is behind us too. Thus he spoke, and when he'd finished, we turned around and went back to the house. We got there and sat down. We sat down and the time came for us to get up. What time was that? Time for the beating of the mob. And we said, a big problem lies ahead of us that you don't know about. It is today. We begin and want to teach the children, together with the women and the men. However, the bagger once reached the bagger eve and you did something that wasn't right. And so this time, all of you, try your hardest so that when it comes we are not put to shame. We'll finish the bagger and then know what to do. They went home, and when the time had arrived, one nail fight, a skillful hunter, went to the bush. A male antelope with his horns held high was coming nearer. He shot, and when he did so, the arrow struck. When it struck, what did he do? He hollowed and ran away into the bush and fell into the ground. When it fell, the senior members were thinking they'd get meat. The boy's mother was thinking she'd get meat. The boy's father was thinking he'd get meat. When they brought the dead animal to the father's house, they said to the boy's father, There is no meat for you. And to the boy's mother, There is no meat for you. Then they were noisy and began to quarrel. They sat on the ground and gave thought and conferred, He spoke, saying, How is it that you bear a child and suffer greatly? You suffer, yet somebody else takes his things without having suffered. If this is so, we can't accept it. And the others replied, That's how it is done. And again they went outside the house and conferred together, saying, Well, as it's like this, we'll take the meat and give to the mother. The elders stopped arguing and thought again and said, Well, about this meat, if the boy's mother is a member and the boy's father is one too, Then the matter is settled. You must leave the meat and the neophytes will take it and go along to the bagger house. They sat together and decided what to do. They took out some meat, a hind leg. They took it and gave it to the father and the filet to the mother. And he said, well, it's for the suffering. She took it and laughed saying, all right, that's fine. Then they made the neophytes hunt around for something to kill. They brought this back to give to the elders so they could eat. But we put some aside for another day because these things are indeed our bagger things. What bagger things? Well, this goes into the bagger soup. So they said and finished and then spoke again. All you know, fights if you go hunting and don't kill anything, nevertheless, even if this goes on for a thousand years, when you do kill something, you must pay it to the bagger. Why is it that they do this? The children's pollution they are taking away. So they spoke and told of our gravest matter. And they said, Wild bar we forbid. They said, Porcupine is not one of our bagger things. The grasscutter is not one of our bagger things. The wild guinea fowl is not one of our bagger things. However, if you kill a rabbit, this is one of our bagger things. If you kill an antelope, this is one of our bagger things. If you kill a partridge, this is one of our bagger things. If anyone kills a squirrel, this is one of our bagger things. They spoke in this way and then stopped. The fights roamed around and killed some animals, then came and paid them to the bagger, to the senior members. There still remains many matters. What is there that lies in front of us that we don't know? And they told them what remains. There remains the bagger dance. One day, the elder slept and said afterwards that the bagger which was coming had now come. Don't you see the white initiates how they are laughing and getting impatient for the day to come? They get impatient and begin to think. What is it that they are thinking about? It's the food for their greedy mouths that's what they want. That is why they are hoping the day will come quickly. And they said about the collecting of the mouth that they should go out and tell the elders to come and perform the collecting of the malt. They went out to go and tell the black initiates and the white initiates, the ones who are the hawks, that they should come and listen. This is what they said. In two days' time, they came along. That old woman took a basket, filled it with malted grain right to the very top, and climbed up quickly onto the rooftop. She got there and the bagger officials took their guards plunged in their hands and began to measure. They measured the malted grain, and each neophyte had two baskets full up with grain. They brought these along, but the grain was not enough. Still, because of the matter that troubles us, we will take it and beg a head that sits on our shoulders. So they spoke and measured the grain. They went home and reached their father's house, and then the old woman who knows her job took the grain and ground it, "'So it turned to grist. "'She took guinea corn and turned it to flour. "'Then she took the grist, put it in water, then mashed it, "'poured on more water, and then scooped off the liquid "'and poured it into a large pot, mixed it up, and brewed it. "'The Slender Girls built up the fire, and it simmered away. "'Then what did they do? "'They scooped it out and poured it into vats. "'In the evening, they slept. "'They got up at Cock Crow and took off the liquid.' and said, well, this beer, let's taste and see if it's sour. They tasted it and it was sour, so they scooped up the rest into other pots to cook it. They cooked it again at dawn. They finished cooking and when it came time that the sun was high, they scooped it out into the vats. The wise old woman got up again and took her thing. What thing? The yeast it was. They added it and the beer swelled up and they took the flour that became porridge. Night fell and two days later they came back and saw the flour that was now porridge. They saw the malt that was now beer. They saw the leaves that was now soup. And the cow's flesh they took and put it in the dishes. When they had finished, don't you see the bagger guides? For the elders stood up and told them to gather around. They gathered round and took the small beginning fowls and the big fowls and all together they took them to the bagger house to kill them. They wanted to kill them, so they called the white initiates. They came there and they said, Well, the thing we told you that was coming but has not yet come. Today it has come. Let us invoke Bagger and repeat that the gods, the ancestors, the guardians, the deities, said we should perform because of the scorpion sting, because of suicide. The elder brother slept badly, so he took out some grain and hurried along to the diviner's. He didn't refuse but poured out his bag and took the stick. He took the stick and took out deity. He took out deity. Which deity? Deity of the beings? It rejected. Deity of the wild? It rejected. Deity of the grandfather? It rejected. Deity of the grandmother? It rejected. The brother's deity? It rejected. The deity of meetings? It accepted. You've seen what we've done to take away the evil right down to today. So it is, the fire blazes up and we want to consider this matter to see what to do. Well then, the thing that we call guinea corn is a thing of bagger. And bambara beans, these two are also things of bagger. And beans are also things of bagger. And the chicken is also a thing of bagger. Today is the day when we want to understand and finish the matter we talked about. The guides saw the food, became impatient and wanted to eat but he hushed them and they were quiet. He began to sit down and then told the neophytes that the sun which is setting is a man's sun. As for the neophytes, terror seized them and they sat down and began to think. The senior members drank some beer and then stood up and said to the neophytes that the food they eat, if it is the deity in truth, then the food can't harm their insights, their heads can't ache, their bellies will be well. When they piss, it will come like rains. When they shit, it will come like the antelopes, in small round balls. If our girls, or our boys, or our old women, or our old men, are two-faced and come along to bagger, it is then the bagger deity will act. If a neophyte doesn't confess and it troubles him, we will find out in the bagger. And the string which we tie round your heads this night, because of this we sit and wait. If a neophyte breaks the rule, if a neophyte cannot sleep, If a neophyte strikes anyone, then today, let him tell all. They told the neophytes what to confess. They asked them to confess, and the elder sat silently, and then spoke, saying that they know the bagra medicine will be brought into the room. They took it, brought it in, put it down in the middle. And the elder then spoke, saying that the business they did before was not well done. And they asked, why wasn't it well done? About the medicine, you killed the neophytes but didn't possess the medicine and killed the neophytes with clubs. That's not the way. And therefore I say to you, the medicine that comes into the room, watch what to do. The medicine was brought in, and as it came people followed with water and sprinkled the man as he entered into the room. The neophytes were afraid, and the elder told them that the medicine is not a big thing, but it has great powers. They put the medicine inside, and in the evening they told the guides to look after the neophytes to look after them today so he spoke and the guides asked how will we look after them and he told them that today they'll kill the neophytes really kill them the neophytes became afraid and he said well it's nothing and yet it's something too i say that today they will kill you if anyone has done wrong and doesn't admit it Then when they kill you, they can't revive you. And that day is today. Some amongst them confessed freely, saying that since the time you made us members, I did wrong. What did you do wrong? Then she replied that she'd slept with a man. Then they asked the men, what about you? And they also replied that they had done wrong. Some had slept with women. Some had quarreled. All these are back prohibitions. So they announced that they would leave them aside and then said they'd initiate the others and separate them off and allow them to sit down. They sat down and the elder told them to bring a certain branch. They brought it and he told them to bring cold water. And when they brought the cold water, he spurted it over the medicine. And he said that today's day is an evil one and yet a good one. Today is a joyful day and yet a bitter one. Today is a cool day and yet a hot one. The neophytes today will get their deserts. He said this and then told them to take the fowl and draw together around the medicine so we may ask the way. They took the fowl with its basket. What sort of fowl? A red cock. They came and he told them to repeat the prayer and ask the way. They spoke, saying, The ancestors, the guardians, the gods, the beings of the wild, the earth shrine wanted to perform a sacrifice because of the scorpion's sting. Because of suicide, the elder brother slept badly, so he took out some grain and hurried along to the diviner. And then he will go and see that we are instructing you neophytes. Do you understand that this very day is the killing of the neophytes? This very day. This day you see the medicine that lies in the center. That is what we will use today. And he said, Now, the bagger, they should leave it a while. They did so, and he said, Put your hand in your bag. They did so, and they told the members to take out something. They did so. What was it? The great leather bottle we took out, and they said the initiate should open it. They did so, and he said, this affair is such that we look in vain. Therefore, today, you ask the way so we can carry out a certain task. He spoke and then told the guides to do their business. The guides asked, what business? And then he said, The big fowl's egg will hatch today, and now the bell which is tied inside the guard, let them untie it and put it on the ground so that we know what is the matter today. They untie it, and when they had done so, he said, Now let the initiates throw their cowries so they can see. And if the deity is following when they throw the cowries, they will fall favorably, and they will initiate the neophytes this very day. About the bagger, as they said, they have performed the bagger last year and this year, up till today, the day of your bagger performance. They said, well, we understand. They threw the cowries, and the shells fell favorably. They did so and went over to the medicine. When they got there, they said now they should grasp the medicine. The elder who knows so much told them to open it. They did so, and the elder roared out, saying... It is poison I've inhaled. He said, instruct the initiates so that the bagger can be performed today. For the poison is a cool one and yet a bitter one. It is a good poison and yet an evil one. However, like the elephant in the swamp and like the hippo in the river, it can kill him today. So he spoke and told them to play the xylophone. They played it. They played the xylophone and they beat the drum. They did this so it blended together. He said this and then told them to pour out the medicine. When they had finished, he told the guides to draw near. They did so and he said, That's the way. However, don't let the bagger take place as you did last time. Again, they poured out the medicine and he shouted, saying, The poison is cool and yet bitter, like a bush cow in the tall grass and a lion in the swamp. It will kill him. Terror took hold of the neophytes and they cried out, In a little while, they brought out some cudgels. They came into the room, and a neophyte cried out, Alas, today we are lost. So they spoke, and we told the guides to bring some pot shirts. They brought them and came, and we put them in the medicine, telling them not to let it touch the neophyte's mouth, but to hold it still. They did so, and the elder selected one man to sit on the stool. And he asked, Have you got it? And they replied, They had it. And he asked again, have you got it? And they replied, they had it. And he asked again, have you got it? And they replied that they had it. They said this and he asked again, what did they say they have? They replied, the stuff that kills neophytes. Then he said that each initiate should let his neophyte confess. After a while, the elder sat down and roared out saying, the poison would kill him. And he said, put out the light. They did so and only darkness remains. He asked the members, all of them, had they got it. They had it, so he roared out twice. The neophytes were weeping and he said the seeds for the medicine should be ground up. They did this and when they had done, he asked had they finished and they replied that they had. The killing of the neophytes has arrived. So he spoke and stopped. He pulled the medicine guard nearer to him, grasped it and put it on the ground. Then he shook his rattle and said the neophytes should be held. They held them, drawing the cudgels nearer to them. The neophytes were weeping. However, the elders who knew everything burst out laughing. And then the senior member got up and caught the senior neophytes, held him and roared out. He roared out, saying, the poison is a bad one. And he told the guides, don't let it touch the neophytes' mouth. So he spoke and told the neophytes. He took out some medicine and blew it, so the neophyte became drunk and laid down. He told the guides they should all go in and take some medicine. They took some and blew it, so all got drunk and lay down. They felt their skins and said, they're no longer warm. They sang a song, and when they had done so, they laid them down, singing again. Death kills three times, they said. Death kills. The Bagra God saves us, so death can kill. They sang again. All lie down in the room and no one questions. They sang again. Let them bring a hundred to pay for the nail fights. They sang again. Whose house timbers are crooked, crooked. They sang again. Look here, take heed of this. Today is an evil day. Then sang again. Let everybody laugh, for today is a day of laughter. Then they sang again. And when they had dawned, they said, They divine with the fowl. They cut the fowl's throat and it fell on its back. Again they sang. The back strikes the fowl so it falls on its back, back, back. So they sang, and when they'd finished, the elder spoke, saying, About the matter we struggle with, what shall we do? See here, about this matter, we've searched in vain, and still the dead lie down. So many, what shall we do? What did they do? They begged God to revive the neophytes. So he spoke, and then told them to go outside. They went out, and then came back and reported. They had gone out, and could do nothing. They should go out again to solve the matter that troubled them. They got up and conferred together. What should they do? One of them spoke up and said he would solve it. We should all enter the room, take the bells and the things of the beings and shake them and see. The elder smiled gently and said, If it's true, really true, it will help us. And they went in and entered the room and sat quietly. The senior guide began to speak to the elders. He said, Well... What we've discovered, we've come to show you. You guys do it so we can see. And he told them to give him the bell, to shake, so the neophytes would rise. He shook it, but shook in vain, and went back to the elders and told them he had failed. The elders laughed quietly and said, Right, they had failed, so the dead would rot because of their failure. And they said once more, About your problem, you should confer with one another. They did so, and the elders said they should wait. He went over to the senior neophyte. If you go to a tree and climb it, you'll come down the same one you climbed. And he went on. The neophytes have been lying there right down to this minute. And he told them, the tree you climb, you will also come down. These are sound words. But over the neophytes we have failed, and we sweat on their account. If a guide committed a sin and touched them, causing today to be like this, then let that person with something to say speak up. We told them, and the members then said, Now look at you, white initiates. None of you is able to revive them. So they spoke, and when they had done, they took the bells from the guides. They shook the bells, and put their mouths to the neophytes' ears, then rolled their tongues. Up they got, and when they had done so, each asked his neophyte. Yesterday, where did you go? They replied they didn't know the place. When they'd got up, they told them to listen to the Song of Waking. They say initiates are always eating, so one leaves the cows in the bar, one leaves the ship in the stall, one leaves the wife with her vagina, and they will all congregate in someone's house and cook their food together, and give each his share, and eat quickly and leave. But the gods matters, see how they trouble us, yet you say initiates are always eating. They finished singing and said, Neophytes, by today they will have put you through all this business. We have killed you and revived you. But if it happens to spill out of somebody's mouth, the one who talks, his head will be split open. The one who talks, his belly will be burst. The one who talks, his life will be short. For, he said, this comes from our ancestors. They always buy this bagger medicine with a stallion and 100,000 calories. If you don't know bagger, you have to go and hire a member who will come along. He it is who will give you the knowledge of bagger affairs and you too will give him some food. Moreover, if you don't know, one fine day your child might argue with your bagger elders. This matter is a serious one. It is our bowstring, the breeding of animals. It is the whole. It is the trading. Moreover, if you don't realize the bagger god has come to your house, then only an orphan will remain among the ruins before the bagger god manifests himself. He will make you sacrifice two cows, six sheep, three goats and fifty fowls. If you sacrifice these... You will then be at rest and can get to know the bagger. The neophytes will become members and go to bagger. They mustn't eat like vultures. Moreover, in this bagger of ours, a neophyte may be knowledgeable and learn to recite. But when you go to bagger and sit down, if they don't ask you to speak, then do not open your mouth. And in bagger, if you go and see an oil bagger member who tries to speak, let him do so. If you should go and come across an oil bagger member on his way to bagger, then wait. If they ask you to speak, then say, Well, I understand, but as for speaking, some other time. Why is it you refuse? An oil bagger man is present, and that's the reason you refuse. When you become a member, you should follow the bagger and its ways. Then if it troubles someone, you can help him on the day. So they spoke. And when they finished, they got up and sang in the long room, and taking the rattles and taking the bells, they shook them and sang a song. Give us way so the members can pass. They gave us way, and we went out and sang again. Draw back, draw back so the members can pass. They sang and came to an end, and the guides ran in, snatched a burning brand and threw it outside. In the matters that we are performing, they come out and throw this brand at the non-members. We go outside, and the non-members cook beans, bambara beans and yam, which they eat, till so they can eat no more. They start to dance again. They dance, and when they finish, we go out around the house three times, then go in again. At the beginning, as we were going out, the guides took the neophytes, covered their faces and said, Neophytes, do you know the place where we'll meet the bagger? They reply, no. And they say, it is today you understand about bagger. The bagger comes from the ancestors. The first men had it. It was their evil affair, and yet their good one. When they were buried, they should have taken it along, but they left it behind, and now it troubles us, bringing death and the sting of scorpions. You see, this bagger, they say that all the members should wait till daybreak to know what is there. For we, Dagar, our greatest possession is bagger. Our most serious talk is about bagger. If you're not a member, you'll never hear about your grandfather's affairs. And in bagger, our elders are many. What do you mean by many? You saw that in the bagger, there was the large fruit bat. He is our elder. The belly bar bird is one of our bagger creatures. The kialipio bird is one of our bagger creatures. The large frog is one of our bagger creatures. The dam woolly bird is one of our bagger creatures. The crown bird is one of our bagger creatures. What's an elder? I tell you all winged creatures and the featherless cock. Why are these our bagger creatures? See the large fruit bat, which is one of our bagger creatures. When we begin our bagger, we don't know the time. The big fruit bat is the one who shows us the time. How does he do this? He will know by the sheer fruit. He will know the time to fetch the fruit in the night, to eat it and leave the nut. Then we know it's the right time so we include it among our bagger creatures. As for the featherless fowl, we don't know the time to go to farm. In the wet season, we want to farm. It's farming time and the farmers go to sleep. Early in the morning, the featherless fowl beats his wings. The boys get up and go to the farm. As for the dam dam ole bird, we don't know the time when rain will fall and we can sow. We go on and the rain stops and we still sow. We don't know that sowing should have finished. As for the dam dam when a big rain falls and we take out the guinea corn to go sow it, don't you hear them clicking their mouths and then start to clear their throats? We sowed, we sowed in vain, and they told us that the clearing of their throats we ignored. For the guinea corn we sow, when they clear their throats, it can come to nothing. When this takes place, we should no longer sow guinea corn. That's why we take this bird and include him among our bagged creatures, together with the featherless fowl. As for the belly bar bird, as we reach the dry season, we don't know when it will come, but the Belibar bird always knows the time. If he comes from the rain side and flies where the sun sets, then the dry season is upon us. It is time to cut the guinea corn. When we have done this, he and his mate will come by and show us the time. It is then we begin, bagger to prevent the neophytes from sinning. We tell them what is forbidden. That is why we take the Belibar bird and include it in bagger. As for the Kialipio bird, in the bagger, it is beer they always brew. And the Kialipio bird, just at dawn, when the slender girls are sleeping, he passes by and cries out, Don't let a boar muddy the water. They get up, fetch water and bring it to carry out their bagger. That is why we take it and include it in bagger. The male crowned bird at the top of a tall tree is sitting. Our bagger has to do with fasting. He sits on top of a tall tree and the time comes and he calls out, Bagger members, bagger members, bagger members. When he does this, we'll get up at midnight. We get up and give food to the children. They eat and go off to sleep again. They get up and begin to fast until we perform the bagger. That is why we're included in our bagger creatures. And see here the old guinea cock is also in our bagger, for he too shows us the time to perform the bagger. What time does he show to us? We don't know the time, however, when the bean flowers have come. He and his mate quarrel at night. They get up and he goes into his big farm. He is angry and wants his food. He goes there and sees the beans and plucks some and returns. The elder who sees this cries out, Well, because of that our children are about to go astray. So he spoke and called them to teach the bagger and all the taboos. This is the reason we treat the bird as our bagger elder. If you choose certain things and people don't know why, they'll always be asking, Why is it you include wing creatures in the bagger? That is why at white bagger time, they teach you the reason they are bagger creatures. Our bagger has a mother and a father. I repeat, it has a mother and a father. The father is rain, the mother is earth. Do you know the reason I say this? They replied, no, we don't know. I ask this and you don't know. When rain falls down upon the earth, it moistens the land. The old men go out to hoe. They hoe and they get crops. When they get them, they perform the bagger. That is why rain is father and earth is mother. Do you understand? You understand now. We continue the bagger and come at last to bagger day and find ourselves at this point. Do you understand? One of these days, a boy will go out and recite about the performance of bagger and its truth. Now, Kusiele are the bagger joking partners of Pele. If those people don't know bagger and you initiate them and teach them, the stallion will be paid. But not the hundred thousand. If Kusiele know it and initiate Akele children, we will pay the stallion, but not the hundred thousand. The way they pay for bagger has a reason. What's the reason? An old man who can't walk about if they pay a horse that will give him a mount to go to bagger. That is why we go and take a stallion. The hundred thousand is for the malted grain and the fowls that you'll use and the guinea corn that you'll use. That's the reason for the hundred thousand. Have you understood? As for you neophytes, when you're finally initiated and three years later you're still alive, then Bagger guards you. If you live two years and then die, a the Bagger death has killed you. If you live two and a half years and then die, Bagra is involved. All you neophytes turn out well, then we will be able on the day to help each other. So they spoke and then returned to the white Bagger.